eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. All right, welcome back. Silver and Black Today, the Tuesday edition. Hope you're having a great start. To 2024. Happy New Year to everybody out there in Raider Nation. Scott Branson, Mo Moten back with you. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your audio. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit subscription and then also hit that notification bell. All right, Mo, let's jump into this. I, again, I, I told you I wrote a piece on Sports Not About This, and I don't think there's any question. You talk to anybody around the NFL who studies and, and covers the sport, and they will tell you the Raiders' greatest need is is at quarterback, whether it's Champ Kelly or it's a new GM, depending what they decide to do there, that person must do all they can to get the quarterback. Before we went to the break a little bit last segment, you talked about the fact people, well, we'll trade up. Can we trade up and get Caleb Williams? The answer is going to be no, because he's going to go first overall. I don't think there's any, I think the Bears are going to take him. And uh, so no on that one, but can you move up? You have to have somebody who wants to move down. With the Raiders situation and the fact that they need a quarterback, this is where I want people, and you you hit on it last segment, Mo. I want people to pay very close attention, and that is it will not go perfectly. You're not going to get slotted and say, hey, I'm going to trade up to number three and I'm going to grab Drake May or Jaden Daniels. I think I like all those guys, and I would love for all of them to be on the Raiders. I think they would all be fine choices. But... I look at the landscape, and I saw what happened this year with the amount of quarterbacks that went out, the number of backups that had to come in, uh, and and there's been some great stories about backups who've done well, Jake Browning in Cincinnati, some other ones. But the reality is, Mo, I think there are eight, possibly, possibly 
up to 10 teams, 10 that desperately or at least moderately need a quarterback. So with that in mind, uh, as, as much as this is the Raiders' top priority, uh, it's going to be an adventure. It's going to be an up and down roller coaster ride with this thing because not only do they need to get a young quarterback, but to your point, they may need to go trade for or sign a free agent, a veteran, to come in just in case they get a guy mid-first round that isn't the answer so that they have an insurance policy. It's a very, very tricky situation, and I believe they're paying for their decision three years ago to stay with Derek Carr when they could have perhaps reset then. So, Mo, with that all in mind and and what you said before, um, talk about how they address this quarterback situation and what they need to do as they head to the offseason and prepare for the NFL draft in April. So number one, let's remember that free agency is a month and a half, six weeks before the draft. Right. So unless you make a deal in advance of the draft, you don't know what you're going to wind up with. So you better have an, a you better have a backup plan and insurance policy just in case you don't get the quarterback that you want in the draft. Let's remember that. Free agency is a month and a half before the draft. So if you don't make a trade before the draft, you better have an insurance policy who's a guy who's going to be your quarterback just in case you don't get the guy that you or guys that you have one of the guys that you have your eyes on. So really quick, I have Tankathon pulled up on my phone, right? And I'm looking <laughs> at the Raiders sitting at 11. They're obviously their top, their 10 picks before them. The Bears have the number one overall pick. They locked that in Sunday because Carolina lost. That's the Carolina Panthers pick. Like you, I believe the Bears take quarterback. The Commanders, Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett ain't it. They're taking a quarterback. The Patriots, Mac Jones and Billy Zappi ain't it. They're taking a quarterback. Arizona, probably a spot that that's the that's the top spot right there. That's a possibly a trade down spot with Kyler Murray. Could be the franchise quarterback still, even with the new regime. Played well against the Eagles on Sunday. I can see the Arizona Cardinals moving down. The Giants, we'll see. I would draft the quarterback if I'm the Giants. Daniel, I'm in New York City. Daniel Jones was a stinker this year. Tyrod Taylor played better than Daniel Jones. For a while, Tommy DeVito played better than Jan- Daniel Jones. <laughs> I can see the Giants drafting a quarterback. Oh, yes. The Chargers. They're not taking a quarterback, but will the Chargers help the Raiders get their franchise quarterback? I okay. highly doubt it. I highly doubt we see a Chargers Raiders trade where the Chargers are helping the Raiders get their franchise guy. The Tennessee Titans, I can see them drafting a quarterback. Will Levis didn't do enough to prove that he's the guy in Tennessee. The Jets, though they have Aaron Rodgers, I wouldn't be surprised if they drafted a quarterback because Aaron Rodgers is 40 years old. So they have to think about the future beyond him. The Atlanta Falcons need a quarterback. They played musical chairs at the position. Taylor Heineke, Desmond Ritter, back to Taylor Heineke. They're probably going to draft the quarterback if they don't get go get Justin Fields. Then the Chicago Bears have the 10th pick. They, we talked about them having the first overall pick and getting a quarterback. That, that's a spot that the Raiders can move up, maybe to prevent another team from jumping them for the 10th spot. So there are spots there, but as I just read out, the Cardinals, the Chargers, who are not going to be interested in draft in, in making a deal with the Raiders for you know to get their guy, and maybe the Jets. Those are the spots that you could see a trade down situation. But Cardinals, Jets are probably the most likely, with the Giants being the wild card, depending on what happens with Daniel Jones. So again, I want to I want to reemphasize this: the Raiders should go get a guy who could be their bridge gap quarterback, just in case the draft doesn't fall the way they think it will. 
Right. And and not only that, but to your point about even if some of those teams that are quarterback hungry that you talked about, Washington, New England, um, and the Giants, even if they're willing to trade down, remember, a couple teams down there too, New Orleans. Yes, they drafted what's-his-name out of Fresno State yesterday, but he's not it. So you look at New Orleans. You look at Denver. Denver. We'll get to that in a minute in this final segment about the Broncos because if the Mm -hmm. Raiders beat the Broncos, depending what happens, the the Broncos could leapfrog them in the draft too. And guess who needs a quarterback? The Broncos in your own division. (laughs) So so this is really – and then right near – and I know Seattle's on the cusp of even maybe – I don't think they were eliminated from the playoffs. I think they're still alive on the NFC side. They're still alive. Mm -hmm. But they need a quarterback long term. Okay, so you look at that, and then you got Pittsburgh as well. Um, there's Minnesota. there's and Minnesota. So so you look at all of those teams, and again, for those people who argue with us, no, just get a good defense. You have to have the quarterback. You've seen it. All of these teams know it. So there is no easy path to the Raiders moving up in the draft to get a quarterback. So you have to have multiple avenues. To your point insurance policy. So when we talk about Justin Fields, I mentioned in my bold predictions piece, Jameis Winston. I know some people hated that. I just thought it was realistic. I'm not saying it's happening. I'm not saying I'm advocating for it. I'm just saying the Raiders will need to find a quarterback that is more dynamic, that is a veteran, as well as drafting a rookie. And we are in a time, Mo, this is where people don't understand. And I really, fans, because they hyper-focus on their own team, which I get, you will draft as many quarterbacks as you need to. It doesn't matter if you drafted one last year, right? If Carolina was in the number one spot again, and they hadn't traded to the Bears for that spot, just for sake of argument, and they looked at Bryce Young this year, they might go from Bryce Young after one year and go get Caleb Williams and trade Bryce Young and figure it out. That's where we're at in the NFL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to just remind people that remember, remember when the Cardinals drafted Josh Rosen. I'm not saying Bryce Young's a bust, right? No. Remember when the Cardinals drafted Josh Rosen, I believe in the top 10, I believe he's a 10th overall pick. New regime comes in. They wind up drafting Kyler Murray, hiring Cliff Kingsbury and moving on. Right? So now the Carolina Panthers have fired their head coach, Frank Wright, no longer there. So they're going to have a new head coach. They should fire their general manager, in my opinion. So they're going to have a new regime. I'm not saying Bryce Young gets moved. But we, as you said, we live now in a society where teams aren't just going to wait multiple years for their quarterback to, to pop. If they, if they feel like they made a mistake, they're going to move on. So I say that to say that the Raiders are going to have a lot of competition, even if they want to trade up, even if they are interested in trading up. They could have a lot of competition uh, uh, for for whatever spot they want, whether it's four for Arizona, whether it's you know eight with the Jets, 
nine with the Atlanta Falcons, 10. If they want to move up one spot, prevent another team from leapfrogging them. There are going to be a lot of teams moving on from their quarterbacks. As I said, Minnesota may not resign Kirk Cousins because uh, there were questions about Kirk Cousins' future in Minnesota this past offseason. Were they going to move on from him? They decided to roll with him. He played well. He got hurt, unfortunately, but he is 35 years old. So th- this is what I'm saying. If the Raiders want to trade up, it may cost them a lot. It may cost yes. them multiple ones. It's going to cost them multiple ones, and maybe it may cost them a player. So for the people out there who want to trade up, just understand you're not getting something for nothing. You're going to have to give up something, and so yeah. it's going to be something significant because teams understand that this is a this is a really good quarterback class. So the price is going to go up just based on that opinion, that widespread perception alone. So understand the spot, the, the prospects that are going to be involved, and the competition for those spots are going to drive up the price. So don't be surprised – if the Raiders don't move up, but we're interested in doing it and they want to stand in pat and drafting who's available. Correct. And I, and again, I go back to even looking, there's so many, so many veins to this, this situation. If you look at it too, from the perspective of even in the AFC West, obviously two of those teams have quarterbacks. They don't need it, but you look at Denver, Denver's a wild card here because Denver. Now what we saw they did with, with, with Russell Wilson, they're clearly moving on. And I do not believe that their plan is Jarrett Stidham. Okay. I don't think that's their plan. If that's their, that's not their plan. Now they might go get, I think they would probably prioritize a veteran, but that doesn't preclude them, nor does it stop them from going out and getting that rookie quarterback, especially in a draft like this. So I think now they, they clearly gave up a lot of draft capital, so they don't have as much. So they're hamstrung to try to move up in the draft, uh, like because of what they did to get Russell Wilson, Seattle owns those picks uh, so, so you see that and you think to yourself, okay, well, you got to watch closely what Seattle does. I think Seattle goes out and gets a veteran. Seattle, I mean, excuse me, Denver, Denver may go out and get a Kirk cousins or get somebody else like that on, on a deal because they can't wait for their draft capital to come through. So you look at all of those things and you say to yourself, Raiders got to have a good plan. That's why the selection of not only the GM, but also the coach are big deal because you are now setting, I believe, Mo, I know we've said this every reset, okay? And I know fans are tired of hearing it. But I really believe at this point where the NFL is, where the division is, the Raiders have to, I'm not saying get every pick right, but the Raiders have to have a plan, especially at quarterback, that will make them more dynamic and and increase their chances to compete offensively. They got the defense going pretty good, pretty good now. They can supplement that. But they have got to get their offense on track. If they don't, within the next year, to me, they're going to fall so far behind, I don't know that they can catch up. Here is my point of why the Raiders should be interested in Justin Fields, and I want to make this clear, right? I'm not saying Justin Fields is the solution to the Raiders' quarterback issues. What I'm saying is that he could be a low-cost option that the Raiders could have just in case their draft pick does not work out. So look at the San Francisco 49ers, right? They went all in to move off of Trey Lance. It didn't work out. They were fortunate enough where they had Brock Purdy, who they drafted last in that same draft class and developed him behind the scenes. Turns out he's the starting caliber quarterback. So the 49ers, in a sense, got lucky because – Brock Purdy was the last pick. It wasn't like they sought after him and drafted him fourth (laughs) round. But it goes to my point that sometimes your plan A, even if you're sure about it and sell the farm for it, 
it may not work out. So you better have a plan B. And that's all I'm saying for the Raiders is that they better have a plan B. Because if you put all your eggs in one basket and it doesn't work out, you can set the franchise back a few years. Again, the 49ers went all in on Trey Lance. A lot of people thought, oh, it's going to work because Kyle Shanahan's a master play caller. And it didn't work out. Now, what if Brock Purdy wasn't there? Mm. We'd be talking about the 49ers possibly as a middling football team, 9-8, and 10-7 and seven maybe. But they had another option on, on the roster. So all I'm saying is Raiders have a plan A, have a plan B, Heck, may have a plan C if you can get one. Sure. But I, I wouldn't just hand the backup number two job to Aiden O'Connell. Get a veteran in there, a bridge gap guy. Get a young rookie in there. Have them all battle for the starting job. No question. And I might add, too, that our discussion around Justin Fields, and I, some people don't like him because of his turnover numbers and all this kind of jazz, uh, and contract. Remember, he is on his rookie contract you do not have to give him a fifth-year option. You're talking $6 million next year, and if he doesn't do well and ball out, you let him go, and that's all it costs you. And so that's appealing to other teams too, Mo, though. So Raider fans, if you don't think that there are other teams looking at that same situation saying, I'll take a flyer on Justin Fields, sure, why not? Kid's yeah. got so much upside, and if he doesn't work out, we walk away after a year, no big deal. Because look, look what they're paying Jimmy Garoppolo. Look what they're playing Brian Hoyer. Okay, now you're talking about a young guy who might, with a change of scenery, just reach his full potential. So we'll see how that all works out. But uh, it, the quarterback game, man, it's you got to get the quarterback game right in today's NFL mo and the front office of the Raiders. This is a big, big test for them. Just to put Justin Fields' 2024 cap it into perspective, he is going to be less against the cap than Jared Stidham next year. Jared Stidham is set to make seven million a year. Justin Fields is set to make six million. There you go. I'm just All saying like that. that's backup quarterback money and it's worth the risk. Absolutely worth the, worth the risk. 100%. All right, there you go. Quarterback. It's going to be fascinating. We're going to be on top of the quarterback situation all season, off-season long. We will have several guests on to talk about that. Uh, the way the season has gone, we, we haven't had as many guests as we had last year, but we're going to do a lot because the Raiders have major decisions, so we want to bring in as many experts as we can to talk about that. So look forward to that. All right, we're going to step aside for our final break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Raiders the rest of the way. What do they need to find out? What can they do? What are they playing for besides the paycheck? We'll talk about that here on Silver and Black today. You're with Mo and Scott. We're coming right back after this.